Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Guess what? You are tuned into the Vitamin D Podcast, and I am your host, Dawn Day. And here on the Vitamin D Podcast, we're all about getting you excited about your life. It's here where you realize that you are your greatest asset. And we started off and we do this by having insightful conversations with celebrities and people just like you and people like me, and oftentimes giving off inspirational insights. And on this episode, I decided to go back and dig into my email bag, okay, where I am answering questions from listeners who need advice on love, life, career, relationship, any aspect, just as a means to gain more insight about who they are, the decisions they're making, and where they're headed to go. So I'm going to keep it real. I tell people all the time, I am an Aries. I'm going to give you a straight shot. I'm a straight shooter because I want you to be the best. And realizing when we talk about vitamin D, it's about shedding light on the good and the bad. Because when you can see the way, you can be the way. (laughs) Okay, let me stop. It's time to dig in this vitamin D email bag. So without further ado, it's time for your dose or doses of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here get excited about your life. All right, so it's time to dig into our email bag. Subject, how do I be okay with just me? Dear Dawn, I'm a 27-year-old woman living in Arizona, and I have an issue with self-motivation and trusting myself. I've always been a people pleaser, as long as I have people around me. I tend to use those around me to find purpose. My feelings and even platonic love for them keeps me moving. If I try thinking about being my own person and following a path where I live for myself or by myself, I get extremely unmotivated and depressed. I recognize that this is an issue with codependence. But the thing is, I'm just paralyzed with fear wherever I think about moving forward or I spiral into a dark spot. I'm wondering what advice you have regards to getting to know yourself and being okay with being yourself. First of all, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to write this letter. Thank you for having the courage to see yourself. And then thank you for acknowledging that you would like to do right by yourself. And you said it and you identified it in this letter. There's fear. Fear is coming at you in in different ways. And I think it's a fear of loving yourself. Do you love yourself? Because I I ask that because when you love yourself, you do right by yourself. You take care with yourself. You spend time with yourself. You essentially want to be with yourself. Now, you didn't necessarily point out any way of you wanting to hate yourself, but I'm reading this letter and, and I see, you know, that you're running, and I I only can wonder is what are you running from? Because as we exist on this earth, this time, this finite time, we have to realize and honor the life that we have on it. And that means to cherish it. And sometimes when we look at fear, fear is false evidence appearing real. You know, we're running away from something that is unrealistic. And when I say unrealistic, something that doesn't exist, there's no point proof that you will get a received or a guaranteed outcome. And it reminds me of a song with India R.E. It's called Private Party. And it's time for you to learn to spend time with yourself, to love on yourself, because your dependence on your happiness should never be from what you're getting from someone else's cup. You got to speak life into yourself. 
And that's going to call you to stand in the mirror each day and to acknowledge and say, I love you. I see you and I love you. Because when you love on something, like I mentioned, you cherish it, right? You allow it to grow. And so one thing that I found that was so interesting, and I think we oftentimes do it, I'm not going to say this is just you, is that we look for others as a source of inspiration and motivation. Now, other people and, and, and different books and different programs should be an extension. But when we talk about self-love, when we talk about joy, now notice I didn't say happy. Now, sometimes we will revert to the whole notion of the term of saying happy, but there's a difference. Happiness fleets. Joy resides. And I need joy to reside in you. I actually learned that from the Groundlings. Shout out to them for my improv. But what happens is that when you have joy and it resides in you, no matter what person steps away, what other situations or surroundings that you remove yourself from, the joy still resides inside of you and therefore it becomes an extension of the overflow. And so you realize that joy isn't something that you can contain. We see it all the time, whether we see it on a talk show, a game show, when we see somebody just said yes to a marriage proposal or relationship, it bursts out. It's, it's like a light. You know, the sun, and I've said this before, doesn't ask permission to shine. Neither should you and neither should your joy. Your joy should not be contained based on your proximity of someone else or another situation. So how do you find it? India Ari said it. Have a private party with yourself. You need to start journaling and figuring out what makes you happy. See, you're a diligent worker for someone else. But what about being a servant to yourself? You deserve to be served. And nobody can come to fill your cup up with you because remember, you are the source that's working with this overflow. So when it comes down to being an extremely unmotivated and you're feeling depressed, you have to realize and you have to dig into why am I feeling this way? Why is it that I'm not worthy to be celebrated? Why is it that I have to look with outside rather than going within? So I want to add on some meditation with that because... Um, you're okay with just being who you are, but you got to ask yourself, do you love yourself? But more importantly, do you want to? Because this life is a journey and we're going to go on to different processes of how to move forward and how to acknowledge things, but you got to want it. You have to want your best life as bad as you want to breathe. And you got to understand that when we're seeking out here to get our best life, it's not something that just falls into our lap. You living your best life is a choice. It is a decision that you need to make. What say you? This is not a moment of badgering on yourself. I don't care how old you are. What I'm more concerned with and pleases me is that you've identified something that you want to be better at. And that's what we got to understand with life. This isn't about having a perfect destination, but this is about enjoying, understanding, and living throughout the journey. There are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be moments where you hit a roadblock, where you feel confused. But as long as you find the love within yourself, please don't tell me nothing is impossible. And you'll realize that once you step in and loving yourself, that you've seen the light, that no matter what dark spot that you can fathom to find yourself in, you know what the light looks like. There's one thing to be in a room and not to know that the lights are off. But my goodness, when the lights are on, you'll never go to another dark room again. Do you hear what I'm saying? So how do you be okay with just you? Speak life over yourself. 
until it bursts out of joy, out of your eyes, out of your ears. Every extension of you should be all about loving you. I'm excited for your journey. I'm excited for your decision of acknowledgement and saying that I'm ready to do the work. Well, guess what? You don't have to outsource anyone. It starts with you. Wake up every day and say, I love you. That's it. Just start there. Say, I love you. And I promise you more good things and abundance is going to be on your way. All right. All right. Let's move on to the next letter. Subject. Is it okay to just be normal? Dear Dawn, when I was growing up, I always assumed that I was meant for something great. I'm now guessing this is just from my exposure to movies and books. Also, I'm fairly certain most people feel like this when they are younger. Anyway, after 35 years of life and moving around the world, finally settled in Germany three years ago, I have never found that thing that sparked something in me. A couple of times I thought I was close, but I guess I was wrong. I'm now at the point where I just exist. I work a regular full-time job. I have a significant other. I have pets and hobbies. Nothing really gets me out of bed in the morning except continuing to exist. I always thought or hoped life would be more than this. Was I wrong? Listen to the show and you talk about following your dream, but what if you don't have a dream and don't know if you want a dream? Is there something wrong with just existing, neither harming nor helping anyone? Hmm. This was real. Even down to the subject of the lever. The first thing that stood out to me is that you said, is it okay to just be normal? Well, what is normal? And what does that mean? The reason why I want to say normal by the the defines of which you presented to me, I'm going to say no. And I say that because you said, and I quote, I always assumed that I was meant for something Great. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I often don't see great and normal in the same sentence. Wow. Yeah, no, I I just don't. And you talked about the fact that um, perhaps you got this because you watched movies and now that you're grown up now. See, that's where I find that that's the issue or oftentimes that's the concern with the problem is that We're forgetting to have that connection of who we were when we were a child. Hear me out. You know that when you were a child, you believed that anything was possible. That was your magic. That was your superpower. When you watched those movies and you read those books, you got back to the excitement. And see, with that excitement, that's how you find your purpose. Now, you go back and you say, hey, Dawn, is there anything wrong with just existing, neither harming nor helping? Yes, extreme problem. It's an extreme level of disrespect. And I'm not talking about to me, because listen, whether you go out there and decide you live your best life, it will not affect my day to day. And I don't say that to sound disrespectful. I'm keeping it real. I can't beg you to be great. I can't want a better life for you more than what you want. But I'll tell you this, There's more because at one point in your life, you said you knew you were meant for something great. There is this movie, a Disney animated film I saw called Onward. And the whole premise of this film was all about the connection of being a child where anything was possible. How you had to follow your gut, how you had to go after your instincts, how this land 
that existed in so much magic, people got so used to things being easy and being comfortable that they forgot the superpower that they had inside of them. What do I mean by that? You had fairies driving motorcycles. You had wizards using light switches. Okay, how am I making this correlation? Fairies fly. Wizards, they can zap lights. They can start fires with the flick of their wand. Yet, outsourcing other means. But guess what? They lost the connection of who they are. They lost the imagination of what resides in them. And because of the fact that you said, when you were younger, you knew that you were supposed to be great. And while your proximity of your environment maybe didn't allow you to be on that plane in that moment, it didn't allow for you to uh, be sailing that ship. You had images, whether they were presented with words or with, with actual visual pictures or movies of what life could be. And you said, you know what? That could be me. So now I ask you, why not you? You made a point to mention after 35 years, age ain't nothing but a number. I don't care if you were 45. When you wrote in here and I quote, nothing really gets me out of bed in the morning except continuing to exist. Hmm. What is life if you're not living it? Remember I talked about before, I said, um, you got to find your joy. And you know, children have joy. And when you realize that life is all about having the heart, the mind, the capacity. And when I say capacity, I'm talking about utilizing the imagination of a child because there are no limits. There are no borders. Why are you putting borders on yourself? Yes, there is something wrong with just existing because you have greatness inside of you. You can't be ordinary when you're supposed to be extraordinary. Who are you not to be? I dare you to be great. Not for my sake, because again, this will not affect my everyday life. But for you, because you deserve to get out that bed because the sun is shining. You deserve to get out that bed because you know somebody loves you. You deserve to get out that bed because you're excited about something that you're going to create. You deserve to get out that bed because you might be healing someone else's life. You deserve to get out that bed because, because... Because, just because, you deserve to get out that bed because you are important. And you got to establish that and understand that, that you are more, you got to understand and establish that, that you are worth more than just existing. You deserve to live and I want that for you. So is it okay to just be normal? No way, Jose. I want you to get back to that of the mind of the child. I want you to get back to that thing that excites you. And that's where you're going to find your purpose. And you're going to realize that purpose beats purpose. And guess what? That source is you. That source is that child that resides inside of you. That source is that mindset that said, I always knew I was destined for something great. Hey, it's your luck today because I believe you. All right, let's move on to another letter. Subject, PhD or travel? Mm. Hi, Dawn. 
I'm a 30-year-old female from New Zealand, and I just finished my Master's of Science. I had an awesome time, and I loved my project. My plan after I finished my Master's was to go overseas and travel while I can still do this under a work visa. I was going to save up some money and do a working holiday in Canada. Need to save about $4,500 and need to be under 35, and then come back after six months or so to look at getting a PhD. However, I've unexpectedly been offered a fully funded PhD project that requires I start within the next few months. Funding was the main issue whether I did a PhD or not, as it is near impossible to do one without a scholarship. So I am now at a crossroads. Do I, A, take the PhD and hopefully be able to finish within three years and still be young enough to travel, or B, reject the PhD, go and work and travel and feel fulfilled and such, but potentially miss out on being able to do a PhD if I can't get funding for a project later on. Is it unreasonable to worry that I won't be able to travel after 35? Thanks in advance. Appreciate it. Ooh, okay. Okay. (laughs) You got me a couple of things. One, congratulations. Congratulations, queen, on doing the dang on thing. Um, I want to say that this is amazing, all of your accomplishments, and I truly believe that you staying focused, you will get everything that you want, but let's get down to the nitty-gritty of what you what you you came for. First thing that came to mind, I was I had to, to dig a little bit, and um, I just Googled, and I saw that, you know, the PhD is an eight-year program. So I, I see your conflict here. You're 30, and you're thinking like, hey, by the time I finish this program, I'll definitely be 38, which takes you out of the whole mindset of being able to travel for the visa. Because I, I I hear your dilemma. First thing that came to mind, time waits for no one. We know that time is your most valuable coin in life. It's your most valuable currency. Because once it's spent, you can never get it back. That's why you have to be very mindful with whom, with what you decide to spend your time with. Now, let's go back. You're up at a point where you're ready to make a decision. And one of the first things I would do, because I, you know, I do think that we need to stem from a place of making decisions based on our life. I can tell you all day what I feel like you should do, but I think the most helpful instrument is I can give you is give you the tools so that you can make the decision yourself. One thing my mama used to always tell me, she said, Don, write it down and make a list. Make a list of the pros and cons of things that you want out of each. Then I say to you, no need to make a list. Okay, make the list and put the pros and cons of each, okay? I see that you're you're all ready to make a decision. Well, you said you got a couple of months and you still need to save money. Would you rather nix yourself out of a potential PhD because you're still in the process of needing to save money or do you just go out there and do it? In my personal opinion, what I would do, what Dawn Day would do, I'm going to write down the options. I'm going to accept both because I realize that... Um, As long as I keep moving my steps, I'm giving God something to bless. And in this situation, you don't have the money just saved up. So before you nix it out, go on and see if this PhD in this scholarship program is the one that's right for you. You'll be surprised how things have a way of working out. And heck, you just said it right here. You unexpectedly got a scholarship, a fully funded scholarship or PhD project that you didn't even see was coming your way. Go ahead, go out there and work a couple months. See if you how close you can get to 4.5,000. And if you do, then you can go out there and, and, and make a better decision there. But I think I see a lot of attachment to money. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And when I see attachment to money, you're not looking at the idea of what the possibility to come of what can come to that. And what do I mean by that? 
Who's to say that this PhD project that you're working on or, and, and what's to come after that won't take you around the world? Is it you won't be able to see and travel around the world? Is it about when? Because you can't operate in fear. Not when we're talking about living our best lives. That's not, that's not what's going to happen. Now, I suggested that you make the list so that you can see the pros and cons of each. The only thing that I see that screams out to me where I take a strong stance is I see that you're operating out of fear. And what do I mean by that? Do I want to say fear or lack? Well, I think they can uh, be used interchangeably because uh, you fear what you don't have. You fear what you don't see. Hey, so in this situation, operate as if they're both coming. Operating the notion of you working to see if you can save the money, operating the notion of fulfilling the paperwork and going through the protocol for this PhD project because you never know what can happen. This project may take you to the very places that you choose to see overseas. In this project, you may have a uh, extra holiday throughout the program and still be able to do that, but don't nix yourself out of the running. Not for something that you dreamed of. Now, this was a situation was taking a toll in your body and you're saying, hey, I need a breath of fresh air inhibiting my functionality with life. I'd say, you know what? Put it down because your sanity is worth more than anything. But in this situation right here, go ahead and work. See if you save the money. Go ahead and go on with this uh, PhD program. This is a one in a lifetime thing. Who knows if you're going to be at the, the right mindset, the patience, because in life, here's another thing. Additional things happen. Then you're going to fall in love. Then you're going to have a children. So there's always going to be something. But I'd say this, eat the fruit that's buried on the tree. Okay? As long as you're not missing, it sounds like a win-win situation. Walk in both uh, paths and see which one pans out first. And you have to remember, um, as you give God something to bless, you realize more things will come around you to bless. Just how this was unexpected, you're going to have another path where the path that's going to be un- unexpected, okay? So trust yourself. Go out there and take a chance. Go ahead and get that PhD and save the money and see what happens, okay? All right. Let's move on to the next letter. Subject, should I change my crowd or change my crowd? Okay, yeah, I read that correctly. Dear Dawn, I'm a few years from 30, and I have been hanging with the same friend group since I was 14. We're all pretty much a group of underachieving stoners, but as of last year, I went through a lot of trauma, F-ups, and self-growth. I want some stability in my life. I want to truly to be able to enjoy life for once without any chemicals. Within the last year, I've given up so many bad habits in the end, putting all the drugs down and pursuing my passion. I feel like a new person. My friends want to hang out, but honestly, I just don't want to. I still will talk and chat online, but I don't want to be around. The bud smoke and risk of relapsing. As of right now, I literally don't hang out with anyone. I come home from work and go straight into honing into this passion that I'm chasing. I say passion because it's something I truly love. I'm not even sure that this is what I need to be doing, but I just want to have something to cling on to during this time and it keeps me out of trouble. Not really much of a social life. I'm wondering what can I do to improve my situation with my old crew? Or should I just focus on finding newer friends who aren't stoned all the time? Uh, brother, I don't know if you're a male or a female. Well, let me just say this. It sounds like you answered yourself in this letter. One thing that stood out to me is that you can't fit squares in your circle. And you realize that everyone who is in your circle is not in your corner. When I say that you answered 
your own question. I'm going to literally, I'm quoting what you said in the letter before I decide to break anything down or to dive deep. Quote, I want to truly to be able to enjoy life for once without any chemicals. I quote, I feel like a new person. I quote, I don't want to be around bud smoke and risk relapsing. I quote, focus on finding newer friends. (laughs) Well, listen, you are stepping into a new thing and you can't continue to move forward while looking backwards. What do I mean by that? Well, here's the thing. I say it's backwards because there's a level of growth that you've had. And yes, you've known these friends since you were 14 years old, but you got to understand is that in life, we progress by moving forward. We progress by growing. We progress because we've evolved. And it sounds like you've had a taste of life. And when I say life, remember life is about living. And once you realize you're living, you're growing, you're not just existing. You're not staying in the same mode. You are coming into a new thing. Now, is there a whole situation where you have to ditch them completely? I wouldn't say that. But I would say that as you make your decision and you figure out what's the right thing, you have to keep in mind that if it doesn't serve you, it doesn't deserve you. Now, because they are part of your roots, these are people that you know, there is a such thing as keeping a healthy distance. Do you need to ditch them? Eh, I wouldn't say that, but keep the healthy distance. You know, I always tell people that you have to sometimes treat people, things, situations as if you have an all white outfit on. What do I mean by that? Okay, imagine it. You stepping out, you are fly, crisp from head to toe, all white. Are you leaning? On walls? Are you sitting on cars? Do you sit in the ground? Do you roll around in mud? No. You're very mindful. You're alert. You are particular about your surroundings and whatever is coming too close to you. Does it mean that you hate it? Does it mean that you don't want to go outside and perhaps go on a field? No. But you're going to be mindful of that ditch. You're going to be careful of that puddle. You're going to be mindful that you don't just fall out and lose control. And that's what you have to realize within your own life. You have to protect yourself with your proximity. If you have this all white outfit on, you are not going into a pig's sty. You are not going to be standing there with the pig as it's rolling and splashing in mud. Because remember, you are stepping into a new thing and you have this new white outfit on. And I want to say thank you for loving on yourself. Thank you for realizing who you are. And I think that's what it's all about. Do you have to dish them? No, continue to talk with them online. Continue to have that relationship with them. And don't carry any burden as if they're going to be upset with you because your real friends, your true friends, they're going to want to see you grow. They want to see you step into a new thing. They want to see, they want the best for you. Regardless if that doesn't mean that you're on the same playing field, it's just like any relationship. When somebody is connected to you or an extension of you, you realize it's a part of you. And when you want the best, when it's a healthy relationship, they're going to want to see you prosper and grow. But what happens when people are on the same mindset? You know, they say birds of a feather flock together. Now the question is, how high do you want to soar? You got your wings spread. Are you looking to go to new heights? 
When you talk about all this bud smoke and you talk about all this, these chemicals, you got to realize that it's clouding your vision. <laughs> now, <laughs> you said that you're going on to a new thing, right? Because you like the feeling of this new person. Well, guess what? This new person can see some things. Remember we talked about on the last letter about stepping in the room when it's dark, but it's the difference of what that room looks like when the lights are on. <laughs> the lights are on. Now tell me, what do you see? When the smoke is there, you're bound to hit a tree. Hmm? You're bound to run into a window because the vision isn't clear. Well, on vitamin D, we're all about keeping the vision clear. Now, in your situation, based on what you wrote, you said that you don't want to relapse. If there is a situation where you feel as if your foundation that has nothing to do with someone else, that your foundation isn't solid, you're going to risk falling. Because when you fall, who's going to pick you up? Now, see, you found something that you can fight for. And I often find that when people are stuck in a situation, I'm not sure that it's always a sense of you don't want to be better and you don't want to do better. You just haven't found your source for something to keep you going. Whether it's in a situation where you need to find your self-love, whether it's a situation where you need to find your purpose, whether it's a situation where you're trying to be a better partner in a relationship, you have to have something to keep you moving. And you've gotten that. You've gotten that with this new passion of yours. Now, you didn't specifically say what the passion is, but you know that it's steering you in a, a direction and it's steering you in a path that's leading you away from where you don't want to be. Continue to go after it. Because again, you're stepping into a new thing. And as a new thing, you realize that new opportunities come forth. You know, you start to continue to attract abundance and you start getting addicted to feeling good. And I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're located. I don't care how long you've been on this earth. I don't care what you haven't had. You can't tell me that it doesn't feel good to feel good. Who doesn't want to feel good? You show me one person who says they don't want to feel good. And that's that I'll retire. It feels good to feel good. And after 16 years of growth and looking how you said, I don't want that form of life anymore. I'm going to tell you right now, you deserve it. That's the vitamin D I got from you. You deserve it because you're worth it. Drake said that. You deserve it because you're worth it. You deserve it because you're worth it. So go out there and live your best life. Remember, you can't fit squares in your circle. And you realize that everyone is this in your circle is not in your corner. All right. So let's go on to another one. Subject, is there something missing? Dear Dawn, I've been having a really hard time lately. I just recently turned 33. I feel like I don't really have a defined path. I don't know what I want to do next. I have a good job, a loving husband. We have a house, not too many friends. Lately, the biggest thing is I can't help but think I'm too old. If I want to make music, I'm too old to learn or start. If I wanted to try acting, I'm too old or inexperienced. If I wanted to start a business, I should have done it before now. I feel like I've been so confused and on an undefined path that opportunities are just passing me by. I think it's the times, but I see so many people and celebrities online who are my age or younger achieving so much success and I'm just old and, and not skilled. How do I change this outlook? 
How do I find what I'm passionate about? How do I stop comparing myself and my life to others and just be happy where I am? (sighs) It tickles me because, you know, I've been talking about how joy and reciting in joy, but this morning, as I was digging in and uh, going through the letters that Ian provided me with, I heard the song playing on the radio, Kirk Franklin Happy. And he says, do you want to be happy? And like I said before, you know, happiness can be fleeting, but happiness can definitely lead you to that joy, right? Well, I can say with much certainty that fear and joy can't coexist. See, fear takes out the light and joy exudes the light. Did you hear me? Fear takes out the light. Remember, you fear what you cannot see. You fear when the lights are off because you can't see what's coming at you. But joy, what do they say? Joy comes in the morning because in the morning there is the light. Joy is unapologetic because it shines the light on the good, the bad, and indifferent. Vitamin D. So, Do you want to be happy? Do you want joy? Another thing that um, stood out, it's it's a couple of mixtures. There's a couple of things and areas I want to touch base on. Just because you mentioned this at the top of the letter. You said, um, you said, I have a good job, a loving husband, and we have a house. Not too many friends, but as you get older, and I'm sure you're 33, you've experienced enough. Sometimes having too many friends can be more of a headache than a blessing. So, that's an observance that you keep your, clo- your, your circle tight, okay? But when you said, I have a good job, a loving husband, and we have a house, where's your gratitude? Huh? You didn't just say, I have a job that I'm miserable about. I have a husband who cheats. Oh, I have a raggedy house. No, you said, I have a good job. I have a loving husband, and we have a house. With a good job, that means your finances are in order. So I'm assuming you you have a nice home, a loving husband. Well, you have someone who loves you that's residing in this nice home that you got with your good job. But where's the gratitude of that? And I get it. Like I said before, I see fear all up in here because you've made an excuse on every level. See, as we go down further, You talked about how I see so many people and celebrities online who are my age or younger achieving so much success. You know, comparison is a thief of joy, right? So you're walking your operating motive. You're not grateful with what you have. And yet you're constantly looking over to what someone else has had. Well, here's the thing. I may misconstrue this a bit, but there's a quote that you have to be faithful over a little in order to get a lot. Now, how does this bridge these two statements that you made, we'll look at it. If you don't see and acknowledge the joy of having what you have because you're constantly looking at someone else, how can you expect to steer your boat in the direction of your dreams, of your best life, if you're consistently looking at how someone else is steering their boat in the direction that they're going in? Huh? Another thing is, is that In a sense, there will always be somebody who has more, who has better. But that's all based on the perspective of what they want in life, right? And when you talk about 
making excuses about whether or not, you know, you wanted to, to, to act, but you're too old. You wanted to do music, but are you too old to learn or to start? Well, what do you want? You got to understand that dreams don't work unless you do. And you said how everything keeps passing you by. Yes. Because remember, like I said, time doesn't wait for no one. You got to go out there and grab it by the horns. You got to go out there and give it a shot. The worst thing is that it's not going to happen. Or even worse, you sit in misery that you never took a chance to try. Remember, nothing beats failure but a try. And understanding in this process, and you'll hear from so many successful people, you're seeing them at the tip of the iceberg. But as you see icebergs that are in these Antarctica and the oceans and all this kind of stuff, do you know how much ice is underwater? And how many cracks, whether there be ships and different animals that may have bombarded that ice, but it still had enough swift and know-how to still rise above the water. And you understand that it doesn't happen overnight. How do you think they're consistent with the success? Now, some people do strike a look, but it takes a direction. Now, if we want to talk about people who are in overnight success with the society is that they went ahead and took a chance. How can you expect all these dreams and all these things that you can see other people succeeding at if you don't step out the box and take a chance? You got to take a chance on yourself. Because no matter what you have, no matter how much or how little, you'll never be able to appreciate what it is that you have if you don't see what's in your hands. Do you hear what I'm saying? You have to want your best life and what it looks like. And it's not about what's missing. It's about what you haven't discovered. Because again, you're so busy looking at everyone else that I'm wondering, have you taken a chance to look at yourself to see what it is that you want? You're going to constantly be looking at somebody's race because other people are on their path to their best life. But guess what? You only got one path. So, so what? They got their car. So what? They got the house. So what? They got the shoes and they got their album. They got their record. But what did you do? What has your name on it? Where does your dream reside? How do you want to feel when you wake up? How do you want to love on your husband? How do you want to reside in your life? How? What? You know, people come out and they ask questions. They're asking for a device. But guess what? You got to decide what you want. And then sometimes if not knowing what you want, you got to spend your time in your process of discovering what it is. That means you got to spend time with yourself. You got to figure out why you're so consistently looking at what everybody else has and not looking at what it is that you want. What do you want? What do you value? What do you appreciate? Yeah, I'm going hard because it's things like this that makes me stir up inside. Because there will always be a level of discontent. There will always be a level that you aren't enough. And I'm here to tell you that you are. That's what vitamin D is all about. Vitamin D is about shedding the light, but it's also about exuding the light that's already inside of you. Everything that I speak about on vitamin D, you'll notice I ain't telling you that you got to go out and get something. That you got to go out and purchase this or you need to be around certain situations. I consistently tell you that you got to find belief in yourself. You got to find the one in yourself. You are the key. You are the ignition. And when you talk about being living your best life, you got to go out there. You got to take a chance because you're worth it. You're worthy and you're worth it. Do you hear me? So no, nothing is missing. No, you are not lacking anything. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. 
Concern yourself with being great. And the only question that I want you to ask yourself is who am I not to be? Okay. I have one last letter that I want to tackle. Subject, changed my careers for my partner. Now she's gone. Dear Dawn, I'm 27 from Atlanta and I don't know if I still have time to do the career I wanted. Software engineering. I was on track for that, but I had a relationship last year. We had plans of moving in together once I had finished college. My ex gave me an ultimatum to change careers to something else. She rejected most of the alternatives I said and ended up in a chef career. However, she still decided that wasn't enough and left me for someone else. She ended up staying as a friend who barely talks to me. Every chance she has, she cheers me on on how good I'm doing at my chef career, despite that every time she does this breaks me apart. I don't know what to do. I used to love being a chef because I thought it was giving me a chance of a life together with her, but now it's just a constant reminder that I was a fool and got played by a narcissistic person. The worst part is that the career is taking away all of my money, so getting out of that now will just screw me over. I feel like if I was able to work at 100% each day, I would be able to, but just now I had an emotional breakdown and started crying because I remember her. I don't know what to do. How can I somehow reconcile these aspects of my life? Mm, It takes a fool to learn that love don't love nobody. I don't even know if the words that, but that's the song that came to my head. Um, Listen, I'm not going to even badger you because I get it. I get it because love or what you thought was love or somehow a one-sided love was involved. You know, in love, sometimes you want to just give and you want to make sure that other people are happy because it makes you feel good. And you know, NDRE said it. She said, love is not about how much you can take, but it's all about how much you can give. And you wanted to give a life that she appreciated. The only issue that I have here is that you weren't evenly yoked. And whether that was a case of she wanted something else for your life than you envisioned, but more importantly is is that you, and this is what I received, I'm not sure that you showed up as the software engineer that you were seeking. What do I mean by that? Any relationship I would think that someone is in and it's a long-standing relationship where you're, you're looking to move to the next level there is an understanding of who you are as a person, right? What your desires, what your dreams, what your gifts are. And I find it interesting that while you said that you wanted to do or to be a software engineer or you you wanted to follow that career path, you got a left uppercut. But I think it's because you weren't sure what you wanted. And then if we go even deeper, let's let's go under some more layers. This kind of had an an idea of what we spoke about on the last letter. And it's about loving you and knowing who you are, knowing what it is that you want. And when we talk about what it is that you want, you got to identify about the life that you're seeking to live and know that it has to be for you. Because remember, when we talk about having a partnership, right? And we're seeking out a partner. We don't want to come half empty. We want to come with overflow. And coming in overflow is out of self-love. And coming out of self-love, it means that you're honoring yourself. And then when you're having a partner, because again, it's just two whole beings coming together, then it's just a burst of more and more overflow. It's seeing each partner for where they are. 
and not where you expect or hope them to be. See, if I know that you have great potential, if I see something for you, I'm not coming into the relationship and one shouldn't come into the relationship, figuring out what I can change, but more so what I can magnify, what I can amplify. Your relationship should be like a megaphone, but guess what? This relationship maybe could have been a megaphone, but I'm curious to know the words that were coming out from the megaphone, the source, which is you. Now, you said you wanted this software engineering job, but I'm not sure that you knew exactly what you wanted. And you can say all day that she was a narcissist and she coerced you to saying something, which can very well be true. And that's why I chuckled at the beginning of the letter, because I know what it's like to love on somebody so much that you're willing to sacrifice what it is that you want for them. Because in that moment, there was nothing more beautiful than that poison. You would consistently drink the poison because without it, you still die. So why not die enjoying it? But the only problem is, is that now that she's gone, you're still making room for her. What do I mean by that? She's, as you put it, she got you to change your career path for a relationship. Then after that wasn't enough, she moved on. But yet you still managed to keep her around as a quote unquote friend. So much so that she can still cheer you on, but it's still a void. Remember that void that you said, that angst of like, she's cheering you on. Great career. And you're like, ah, but it hits you. That's what I mean about that poison. Because you still get the idea, the satisfaction of having her as a friend in your life. But you realize on the double-edged sword about the fact that it's still causing you angst and anxiety. So now I have to say to you, when do you choose yourself? It's just like a tree. A tree doesn't get a chance to dictate what weather it's in. But once you have a strong connection, your roots, you realize that whatever the weather, you will weather the storm because your roots are solid. Again, that's what vitamin D is about. It's about tackling the source. So in your idea of what you're saying about your career, what is it that you want? You changed your careers for your partner. Now she's gone. She's gone. So why are you still there with her? Why are you having access to that? You got to learn to love yourself. Remember I talked about earlier on and answering these letters about how you got to treat people like you got a white outfit on. Well, where's your white suit at? Because you're starting to get a little dirty. Every time that you go down, back down memory lane and have any emotional moment, it breaks you off your path. What happens? It knocks you off your foundation. The same as a tree that is uprooted from its roots. But see, when you step and you walk in assurance, when you know that what it is that you want, and when you start to give attention to things that serve you, you'll know why, in fact, it deserves you. It deserves you just as what you are. And I'm telling you right now, you cannot afford to live a life of not doing what you're passionate about. Do you know how much anxiety and depression that you are looking for in your future? Because no matter which way you look at it, it's never going to be enough. And that's what happened here. Just like I read in the previous letter, this woman was so used to looking at everyone else and what they had, she wasn't able to identify what it is that she wanted. You know what it is that you want, and now it's time for you to go after it. She's made her decision. She's going on to live her life. Are you ready to live yours? Are you? I, I think you deserve it. I think you deserve it because you're worth it. But again, I can't want something more than you want it for yourself. You hear me? It's time to let it go. And it's time for you to go after your dreams. Now, I understand that will be a transitional process, but hey, you made it through this breakup. What can't you make it through? And I can tell you went through a moment. I know. 
I know you did. But just like you were able to keep going, go ahead and switch and go back to your dreams. You're 27. Boy, you, you got a whole life ahead of you. Get you a side hustling job. Get back in there and get behind that computer. Get behind them books. Get in them classes. Do whatever you need to do. But just make sure that it's for you. Okay? I hope that makes sense. I enjoyed this. You know, I always enjoy it. And you know, I talk with so much passion because it excites me when people are making the decision to live out their best life. Because at the end of the day, that's what I want you to know. And I want you to walk into that. And even though I may go through these letters and giving my opinions, remember your truth is what matters to you. And as long as you have the tools to discern what's for you, then I know that my job is done. I'm here to give you an outside look on things and situations that I feel may aid you for the betterment of you. But remember, the joy has to reside in you. And when you have that joy, all the lights flicker on. So if you were listening and you enjoyed some of the comments and you still would like some feedback on something you're battling with, maybe it be a relationship, whether it may be love, whether it may be purpose, whether it may just because, I want to encourage you to go ahead and submit your letters. Email them to vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com. That's vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com. We will sure to get in the email bag. And as you know, Ian is on the lookout. So continue to live out your life. Continue to understand that you're worthy. Continue to understand that you are your greatest asset. You deserve it. You're worth it. And if you can't necessarily wait until next week, you know you can get more vitamin D by following me on social media, right? You can follow me at all social media at Dawn Day Speaks. Again, that's Dawn D-A-I Speaks, okay? On all social media. I can't wait to hear from you. Well, that's it for uh, Vitamin D today. Until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset.